Hi, this is Caroline. I am super excited by a new feature that I have available for you. If you go to my show notes, you'll see a link that says, I would love to hear from you. Text message me here. Yes, you can now text message me. So if you have any thoughts about an episode, if you've got ideas for an episode, if you'd just like to connect and say hi, then click on that link. I'd love to hear from you. Hi there, I'm Caroline Thor, professional organiser, KonMari consultant, teacher and mum of three. I started off my life as a mum feeling overwhelmed, disorganised and desperately trying to carve out some time for me amongst the nappies, chaos and clutter. One day, one small book called The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying changed everything and I began to learn strategies for making everyday life easier. Today I have the systems in place that means life can throw almost anything at me and I want to share them with you. If you're an overwhelmed mum struggling to keep it together, then this is the podcast for you. Grab a coffee and settle in for a quick chat with someone who gets your reality. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Living Clutter Free Forever podcast. I'm Caroline and I'm so happy to have you here today. Normally, I would encourage you to listen while you're out on a run, like Hydrin let me know she was doing a few weeks ago, or like Rita who listens while she does her cleaning. But today's topic is really important, so if you have the time to sit and listen and give it your full concentration, I would suggest you go grab a cup of tea Find a cozy spot and then we can dive into today's topic. Nothing changes if you don't do something different. Last week, I shared my personal health journey and how it inspired me to make positive changes in my life and in my wardrobe. Today, I want to continue that conversation and explore how making a change can have massive repercussions in all areas of our lives. I understand the challenges you face, juggling work, family and maintaining a tidy home. It's not easy but it's time to prioritise yourself and make a change that will benefit you and your entire family. Have you ever found yourself complaining about something that irritates you or makes you unhappy? Maybe it's the stress of an untidy house, the constant struggle of never finding what you need, maybe a job that you don't really enjoy or the feeling of never having any time for yourself. I've been there too, and I want you to know that there is a solution, but it starts with doing something different. Let's begin by talking about my own health journey and how it's influencing other aspects of my life. When I realised that my clothes no longer fitted, I knew it was time for a change. I tried eating more healthily, walking a bit more, motivating myself, but it just didn't work. You know that feeling of life getting in the way and you'll start tomorrow, except tomorrow never comes? I needed to do something different. I have always struggled to stay at a weight where I feel fit and healthy. And for me, it's actually more about that than how I look. In the past, I've been down all the usual weight loss routes and although I've been successful, I have always fallen back into my old patterns as soon as life has got a bit stressful. I have an organised kitchen these days and that definitely supports healthy eating but I have to admit that if I have a bad day 
I tend to reach for comfort food and for some reason I have got into the habit of eating the same size portions of my husband who is way taller than me. So six weeks ago, I realised the time had come to do something different. I'd been watching a marketing workshop and it featured a woman called Corinne Crabtree. There was mention of her no BS weight loss programme and I got curious and checked her out. First, I listened to her free podcast, Losing £100 with Corinne. Then I watched a free training she has. And finally, I decided to sign up and see if it would help. So far, so good. There's no diet plan. There's no calorie counting or restriction. I am loving it and I'm already seeing results. But do you know what's making the difference for me? Accountability. I had realised that I can't do this on my own and her programme offers just the right amount of support for me. Plus, her use of language can be a bit in your face and I'm enjoying her honesty and finding it refreshingly different. No, I'm not being paid to promote her programme. But quite a few of you had asked after last week's episode what my plan was to fit back into my clothes that don't fit. So as I believe in full transparency, now you know. If you want to check it out for yourself, the link is in the show notes. But as I always say to people in my online course, once you start to make one change, there's this ripple effect. So not only am I more conscious of what I'm eating, but it's also making me realize that I need to prioritize other things like going out for a walk or going to bed early or drinking enough water or not working on my business every evening once the kids are in bed. I've become much more productive and I'm finding staying organized easier, which if you listen to this podcast regularly, you will know this is not something that comes easily to me. It has also made me super focused on how I want to support you in the future. And I'm so excited to start letting you know what's happening very soon. It's made me look for more podcast guests who are really going to be able to talk about those things that you struggle with and provide you with tangible solutions And it has made me realize how much I love supporting my clients, whether it's one-on-one in person or online or through my online course. I haven't really mentioned it very often, but my business supports a non-profit organization called Afloat. Every three months, I donate them 10% of the income from my business. They're supporting international women in Germany who are needing support during pregnancy and as their children are small, and they provide a valuable support network for many. I've become more focused on growing my business so that I can also support them in bigger and better ways. So me deciding to do something different has had all these amazing knock-on effects, and it feels fantastic. But the point is this. Whatever is frustrating you in your life, Nothing will change if you don't do something different. I understand the demands on your time, but trust me, taking that first step toward change can have a domino effect that will transform your life. So what are other things that we find challenging where doing something different might just be the answer? Let's look at our homes, seeing as this is meant to be a podcast about organising. Finding things in a cluttered home can be incredibly frustrating, We've all experienced the frantic search for keys or that favourite sweater buried under heaps of clothes. Another challenge that many of you face is the kids not helping tidy up. I know firsthand how overwhelming it can feel when the house is in constant chaos. But guess what? You have the power to change that too. 
And then there's the constant stress caused by an untidy home and the lack of time for yourself. As a busy mum, I understand how challenging it is to prioritise your own needs. But here's the truth. Self-care is crucial for your well-being and the well-being of your family. So let's tackle that first frustration that many of us face, not being able to find things in our cluttered homes. Picture this, you're rushing out of the door, already running late for an important meeting, you can't find your car keys anywhere. Sound familiar? But here's the good news. By implementing practical strategies and systems for effective organisation, you can regain control over your surroundings. I want you to experience the relief and peace of mind that come from knowing exactly where everything is. It's time to take action and create a home that supports your busy lifestyle. But this might mean you doing something different. So let's explore some strategies and systems that will help you maintain an organized home, save time and stay sane amidst the chaos. Trust me, I've been there and I know how exasperating it can be. First and foremost, decluttering is key. I know I'm always banging on about this, but it is so important. When our homes are filled with unnecessary items, it becomes increasingly difficult to find what we actually need. Take a moment to evaluate your belongings and let go of things that no longer serve a purpose or bring you joy. By decluttering, you'll create more space and make it easier to locate the items you use on a daily basis. Once you've decluttered, it's time to assign designated spaces for your belongings. Everything should have its rightful place, a place where it belongs and where you can easily find it when it needed. For example, designate a specific spot for your keys, such as a decorative bowl by the entrance or hang a key hook on the wall. By establishing these designated spaces, you'll eliminate the frantic search and enjoy a more organised and efficient home. You also have to get into the habit of putting things back where they belong after you've used them. Now, let me share a tip that has worked wonders for me. Labelling. Invest in some labels and use them to identify the contents of your storage bins, drawers and cabinets. This simple act can make a world of difference when you're looking for specific items. Labels create clarity and help you maintain an organised system even when life gets busy. I also encourage you to involve your family in this process. Communicate the importance of organisation and designate specific spaces for each family member's belongings. Teach your kids the value of putting things back in their designated places after use. It's a team effort and by involving everyone you'll create a calmer and more organised home environment. Remember, finding things easily in your home shouldn't be a luxury. It should be a daily reality. By implementing these strategies and systems, you'll regain control over your surroundings, save precious time, and most importantly, maintain your sanity. I'd love to share a listener story with you. Sarah, a busy mum just like you, implemented these strategies in her home. She decluttered each room, assigned designated spaces for her family's belongings, and labelled storage bins and drawers. The result? She reported that her mornings became stress-free, with everyone in the family easily finding what they needed to start their day. It's amazing how small changes can make a huge difference. Okay, I touched on this just before, but now we're going to address a challenge that many of us face, and I include myself in that, getting the kids on board with tidying up. 
As parents, we know that involving children in household tasks can be a daunting thing in itself. It feels like it's going to take a lot longer. Isn't it just quicker to get on and do the job yourself? Yes, at the start it probably will be. But fear not, because today we're going to explore practical strategies to make tidying up a fun and interactive experience for the whole family. First, let's acknowledge the challenges we face when it comes to involving children in household tidying up. It's not always easy to convince them to put away their toys, clothes or school supplies. However, instilling responsibility and cooperation is an important life lesson that will benefit them in the long run, not to mention make your life easier. To start, we need to emphasise the importance of teamwork and how every family member plays a crucial role in maintaining a clean and organised home. It is not just down to you. By involving our kids in tidying routines, we teach them the value of taking care of their belongings and respecting their living space. This will set a strong foundation for their future habits and responsibilities. This can start from as soon as they can walk and can carry something simple like their toys from A to B for you. Let's talk practical strategies for getting them on board. First and foremost, make it fun and interactive. Turn it into a game or a challenge that the whole family can participate in. For example, you can set a timer and see how quickly everyone can clean up their assigned areas. Or you can create a reward system where the kids earn points for completing tasks, which they can later exchange for a small treat or privilege. Another strategy is to break down tidying tasks into smaller, more manageable steps. This helps children feel less overwhelmed and more motivated to contribute. For example, instead of telling them to clean their entire room at once, you can break it down into smaller tasks like picking up toys, folding clothes or organising books. This way they can see progress as they complete each step, boosting their sense of accomplishment. Remember, consistency is key. Establish a daily or weekly tidying routine that becomes part of your family's lifestyle. Consistency creates a habit and reinforces the importance of tidying up. Encourage your children to take ownership of their spaces and belongings. This fosters a sense of pride and responsibility. I want to share a success story from one of my clients. She implemented these strategies with her two children ages 7 and 10. She transformed tidying up into a game called Clean Up Olympics where every child had their own tasks and competed against each other in a friendly way. She reported that not only did her children enthusiastically participate in the game, but they also started taking more initiative in keeping their spaces clean without being prompted. It's that ripple effect again. It's incredible how a little creativity and fun can make a big difference. If you're not successful at the moment getting your family to help you keep the home tidy, then it is definitely time to do something different. Just like losing weight to get healthy, it's not going to change overnight, but stick at it and you will see the rewards. You'll not only lighten your load, but also teach your children important life skills and foster a sense of responsibility. And I also think it's really important to decide where you're going to pick your battles. Is their bedroom really the be all and end all or is it more important for you that your general living spaces are kept tidy by them? Okay, here's the million dollar question and this is where I think you really need to be doing something different. How often do you prioritise making time for you? 
We often underestimate the constant stress caused by an untidy home and the impact it has on our personal well-being. It's time to prioritise ourselves and explore practical strategies for finding time for self-care amidst our daily responsibilities. We all know the feeling of being overwhelmed by the never-ending tasks and responsibilities that come with maintaining a home. The stress of an untidy environment can weigh down and leave us feeling depleted. But here's the truth. Taking care of ourselves is not a luxury. It's a necessity. In the midst of our busy lives, it's crucial to carve out time for self-care. It may seem challenging, but it's essential for our overall well-being and happiness. Remember, you deserve to have moments of relaxation and personal time, even amidst the chaos of daily life. So what are some practical strategies for finding time for self-care? The first step is setting priorities. Take a moment to identify the activities or hobbies that bring you joy and relaxation, whether it's reading a book, taking a bath, practicing yoga, or like me, simply enjoying a cup of tea. These moments of self-care are essential for recharging your energy. Next, establish routines and boundaries. By creating a consistent schedule and sticking to it, you'll be more likely to find dedicated time for self-care. Communicate your needs with your family members and set clear boundaries to protect your personal time. Remember, it's not selfish to prioritise yourself. It's necessary for your overall well-being. If you've got really young kids and it's really difficult for you to get time on your own, then perhaps find a friend who also has young kids and you can take it in turns to support each other so that one of you can have a few minutes off. Finding time for self-care doesn't always mean having long stretches of free time. Look for small pockets of time throughout your day that you can dedicate to yourself. It could be waking up 15 minutes earlier in the morning to enjoy a quiet moment or using your lunch break for a short walk or meditation session. These small moments of self-care can make a significant impact on your well-being. I want to emphasise the importance of guilt-free self-care. It's easy to feel guilty when taking time for ourselves, especially when there's so much to be done. But remember, you're worth it. And by prioritising yourself, you'll be better equipped to handle the demands of daily life. When my kids were little, I prioritised applying the KonMari method in our home. I made time for it every week until I'd completed every category. It was my way of looking after myself. I'd noticed that I was feeling very overwhelmed. When your five-year-old daughter says to you that you're now a nicer mummy, you know it has been worth it. I felt calmer, in control, and I had time to play with them rather than feeling like I constantly needed to be tidying up. I encourage you to share your self-care journey with your family and loved ones. Involve them in the process and communicate the importance, not only for yourself, but for the overall harmony of the household. By modelling self-care, you teach your children and those around you the importance of taking care of one's well-being. Remember, you deserve moments of relaxation, rejuvenation and personal well-being. If I could suggest one thing that you could do now, starting today, that would make a difference for you, it would be having your clothes decluttered and organised. 
They're such an integral part of who we are and it feels so amazing to wake up every morning knowing that whatever you grab to put on, you will feel comfortable and confident and they're a joy to wear. I used a quote yesterday on Instagram from Vera Nazarian, which I love. What is it about wearing a tuxedo or that little black dress that makes us feel confident, beautiful, splendid, even invincible? We put on formal wear and suddenly we become extraordinary. On the days when you feel low and invisible, why not try this on for size? Imagine you're wearing a fantastic tailored tuxedo or a stunning formal gown and then proceed with your day. What if everything in your closet made you feel like that? I said at the start of this episode that I'm excited about how I can support you. Let me start by helping you with your wardrobe. Go to caroline-thor.com forward slash clothes and grab my free step-by-step guide to decluttering and organizing your closet for good. You will thank me for it. And I want to thank you for joining me on this episode of the Living Clutter Free Forever podcast. Today, we've explored the powerful concept that nothing changes if you don't do something different. We've delved into the realms of health journeys, finding things at home, involving kids in tidying up and making time for ourselves. But remember, change requires action. It's not enough to complain about the things that irritate us or make us unhappy. We must be willing to step out of our comfort zones and do something different. We have the power to bring positive change in our lives and homes. I encourage you to take these strategies and put them into practice. Start small, and as you witness the positive impact, you'll be motivated to make even more changes. Share your experiences and progress with me. We're here to support each other on this journey. You can find me, probably the easiest place to contact me, is on Instagram at caro.thor. As we wrap up this episode, I want to leave you with this message. You have the power to create a happier, more organized home. Remember, nothing is going to change if you don't do something different. Embrace the challenges, take action, and watch as your home transforms into a space of calm and efficiency. You'll be amazed the effect it has on you too. Watch those ripples. Until next time. If you've enjoyed this episode, please send the link to a friend you know would appreciate it. Subscribe and leave a review. I look forward to bringing you more organizing tips next time. But if you can't wait until then, you can go to my website or find me on Instagram at caro.thor or on Facebook at Caroline Organizer. Thanks for listening. And I look forward to guiding you on your journey to find your clutter-free ever after.